Welcome back to one of my podcasting. Barbie Ferreira or Ferreira. There was a girl I used to know that her name was, was it Sophie? Uh, oh my God, I remember her last name. I can't think of it right now, but there was a girl I knew with that same last name, Ferreira. Uh, she's fighting against fat shaming in Hollywood. LA Times writes a story and makes mention, first of all, when Barbie Ferreira was a plus-size mannequin, most of her buddies regarded her like her soft, uh, soft, fleshy, and bountiful. She was part of a bunch of textual content chain, the Fat Agenda, whose members labeled themselves as the fats in fashion. She hated that phrase, fat. Weaponized by schoolmates and nameless commenters who trolled her Tumblr. But when she and the opposite Curry fans started utilizing it as a self-descriptor, it now not felt as offensive. So reclaiming that word, she said, felt empowering. Fat used to be the worst thing I could be called, but fat is not a bad word. I had to really train myself to think. Being fat is the least of my problems. Am I a good person? Am I responsible? Am I talented? Am I still training myself? I think... So her relationship to her physique has continued to evolve since leaving the style business to become uh, to pursue acting. So in Hollywood, she says it's been troublesome to discover a neighborhood of like-sized friends. She personally doesn't know different performers who can re- relate to the body shaming issue. Well, I'm sorry, but body shaming is a common place for a lot of women to get uh, caught up on. Don't be honest, because a lot of women get shamed because of their weight. Period. Even if they're not overweight. I mean, Hollywood, unfortunately, it is like that. This is where diversity, equality, and inclusion comes into play, and I can also understand that. But again, you know, this is one of those things where when people talk about intersectionality and cultural issues and social cultural issues especially, again, this is where people have vices, okay? People that smoke, people that drink, people that want to consume drugs. This is where they have people have their own vices. Food is the same thing. I know that. But honestly... To go ahead and put the whole thing as shaming because, you know, there's a thing to beauty that people don't look at when it comes to, like, just seeing a woman's shape. For me, I don't have that problem. I don't feel that way. I find a lot of women very beautiful, okay? That's just how it is. Now, in terms of Barbie here, when I've looked at her, I see her in a bunch of pictures and all. She's cute. And I can see she's changed her look a couple different ways. And so she's been... Yeah, in Hollywood, she absolutely would be called plus size, but she's a beautiful girl, really beautiful girl. So I don't worry about that so much. I just think that people get too caught up on it, and I think it's too much. But again, that's happened with everybody. I can't even tell you how many times I've heard that problem where, you know, there's a lot of different women that they gain some weight, and in Hollywood, you're supposed to have this kind of look. But again, it's such a almost impossible thing to do when you're talking about all that you need to go and do in order to get yourself to a point where you can absolutely like be noticed and you have to have this look and the look is obviously not healthy because you're not going to eat anything in order to maintain a look to look on camera especially on hd because you purposely to make yourself look good on camera for the producers the moguls and all these other people the casting couch if you will back in the day the me too movement types you know, they are the ones that said, well, you got to look good on camera, so you got to not eat. You got to just, you know, have next to nothing to be able to do it. But it is wrong. Like, because look, just like any young girl, you know, 23 years old, I can see pictures of her right now. And you know what? She could put on makeup. She could put her hair together. She looks just as good as any other girl out there. She is. She's an attractive woman. So everybody thinking that there's a big thing about this, I think, you know, it's... 
I can appreciate her trying to put that story out there. And she's not morbidly anything, morbidly obese or anything like that. She's just, she looks, she looks good to me. That's all there is to it. Now, her relationship to her physique has continued to evolve since leaving the lifestyle. Uh, it's been troublesome, again, to find like-sized friends. Quote, it's the beginning of all this, which means an extra inclusive on-screen illustration. Quote, people are starting to figure out that maybe they don't always cast actors who are super thin, but I know there will be more. I just have to keep going. Now, she appears on the HBO series Euphoria, which launched Ferreira to a, Ferreira to a wider viewer's final 12 months. Uh, her weight is central to her character's backstory. She performs Cat, a high school pupil haunted by the fall of, from a boyfriend who dumped her after she gained 20 kilos. This is from a different story, but Cat regains confidence after secretly dating, the, deciding to change into a cam woman, excuse me, finding an internet trove of males who discover her and her kinky leather-based get-ups immensely engaging. Okay, so it's fetishes. That, so there's a lot of that, more than you would imagine. And her first film position... Her physique is by no means a lot talked about. It's the movie Unpregnant, which debuted on HBO Max this past Thursday, following two Missouri high school seniors pressured to highway journey to New Mexico in order that one of them, performed by Haley Richardson, can legally get an abortion. It's a comedy, a style that Ferreira wasn't desperate to strive, and she was initially drawn to the undertaking as a result. It didn't name consideration to the best way she appears to be like. Before you air, euphoria, everything I do with my body, plump or overweight girl. And what it's like, hello there, I'm big, and this is why I said today. Really don't need to say all that. I'm like, why don't we just ignore my body? And in this movie, me just existing is enough. And she's absolutely right. But then again, you know, it's also the conditioning from Hollywood to the public that they need to be able to see beautiful people on their screens television or movies and for god's sake if there's anybody who looks a little bit over then there's something wrong but we want in some cases you know this is where the the idea of that we don't need to see everyday people on our screen and that's the intent which i don't know if it makes a big difference or not i still think for me i like to still see beautiful people on my screen but they don't need necessarily but the beauty idea again a lot of people would find barbie good looking she's cute she's pretty she's attractive to me anyway and i'm pretty sure there's a lot of other guys that feel the same way and plus if we're watching on tv or movies we're not necessarily expressing anything but we are admiring her from afar quietly probably because there's a lot of guys who will not say that they are interested in girls that are a little bit thicker or plus size which i never care for the name plus size in the first place now the other thing she mentioned too is that growing up her mother spoke overtly about intercourse, and she incessantly requested her daughter, are you gay? Earlier than Ferreira had begun to establish as queer. Quote, I meant, she ended up being right. When I first started dating, I got stuck in a cycle of compulsory, compulsory heterosexuality. I wasn't feeling the relationships, but I really wanted attention bad. And that also comes with a growing super insecure, but I never really saw myself in a relationship with a man, even as a kid. She started calling herself queer about three years ago, three years in the past, and has been in a relationship with a lady for the past 12 months. She says she's drawn to queer people, trans men, non-binary people. I don't like cis men, straight. I don't think we even get along that well, other than friendship. Okay. So the thing with her is, you know, I don't think it would have made a difference if, you know, she lost weight or did anything, anything to her shape in the first place. She just felt it. But I can understand where she's coming from about the idea of 
trying to go ahead and make people realize that Hollywood needs to go ahead and at least look at this in a different light. I mean, we don't need to see every movie, every TV show have to be the same people, same kind of look, same blonde, same brunette, same whatever. We can see something different. We can have some differentiality, and I like the differentiality. We see there's beautiful people all around us. So let's go ahead and point that a point. That's my thing. And it's funny because, you know, she was a body positive model. She got to work for American Eagle. She worked uh, with Wilhelmina. She was also with Lane Bryant, ASOS, and Target. So she's done a lot of work. She also goes on to say, sometimes I'm like, I'm, I'm the most well-liked woman in the world. And typically, I'm like, I'm the ugliest woman in the world. That doesn't come from logic. And I basically look at the identical in these situations. However, it's simply my feeling. Sometimes I love talking about it. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm fed up that I even have to acknowledge my body. People don't ask thin people, how do you have the confidence to go outside? How do you have the confidence to wear clothes? I've been called brave for just existing my whole life. That should change. I agree with that. I agree with her. And, you know, in some cases there, you know, it's really at 23 years old, she's still looking, she's still discovering herself. And obviously with her experiences in modeling and movies and, and just doing work in Hollywood and, you know, wherever she's gone and all her travels, it's obvious that, you know, she's still figuring herself out. Now she feels a little bit different and, you know, it's, she'll find her own way. But I think it's a, a thing that we need to go and see where, if you're going to go in like say, if we're going to have all these different diversity metrics that the Oscars are asking for, then by all means include people of different shapes and sizes. Why not that? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I really don't. Body positivity, I'm for it. I'll leave it there. I'll talk to you next time.